What is going on, spectators? Welcome back to another episode. I'm joined with Brooklyn, as always, and our boy, baseball man himself, Nico. He's getting ready for a fight coming up, and we're excited to get some time from him before that is going on. What's going on, y'all? What's up? What's up? How you doing? Dude, it is that time of year. The All-Star break just happened. This time of the year is really fun. We get to see who thinks they can make a run in the MLB. Who's going to sell? Who's going to just sit there and do nothing? Probably looking at you, Oakland, you pathetic franchise, you. And, Terrible. And I don't know. This is just fun. It's like this is where teams can really make or break their season. If they're on the fringe, they could go make a splash. And there are some really big names out there that could be dealt at the trade deadline. And that's what we're going to tackle today. Because I think it's in, what, 10 days, 9 days, something like that? Like We got a little over a week until the trade deadline. August 2nd. Yeah. And uh, no big deals have really happened yet. No. There's been a couple early season trades, but nothing too crazy. As of yet, the big names are still out there, and we'd be remiss to not start with the biggest name, maybe ever, in trades if it happens. And that is Washington Nationals World Series champion Juan Soto is mm-hmm. apparently on the trade block. And there are a couple teams in the mix from what the streets have been saying. You know, the streets be talking. The yeah. streets always be talking. The streets be talking. Streets be, streets be gossiping big time. She and the, that gossip is leading us to believe that the Cardinals are the primary front runners as of this current moment for Soto, which is kind of out of left field. It's not the Dodgers, not the Padres, not the Yankees. And those are the teams you kind of think about. And yeah, uh, uh, I, I, uh, Cardinals, I there there's a big talk about the Cardinals been eyeing that. Um, I do think that they'll probably look to go in another direction. Um, that's probably a little cheaper, um, and then prioritize something in a sense in another area that they could they could possibly use. Um, but the thing is, is Juan Soto's nonetheless a superstar in this sport right now. He's like one of the faces of baseball, you could argue. Um, I'm, I was coaching my uh, 11 U kids a couple weeks ago. And I'm seeing, you know, 11 new baseballers doing the Soto shuffle. So, like, he <laughs> yeah. has this impact of baseball yeah. where he's just fun, right? Um, so, again, he, a star being with that big of a presence, and he can bring a really big presence to a ball club, any of these clubs, really. He's going to look to go somewhere where he's going to get paid some big bucks, in my opinion. Um, and what are some of those teams that have good trades, that have the opportunity to make that space and to get money? Uh, San Diego's... Uh, pretty big fit that's probably like i think in my opinion the best fit for him um just because san diego's in dire need of an outfielder uh, a stud outfielder at that um they have the pieces to give away for it you know what i mean so they they're they're willing to give up some stuff that washington in return could use they could always use pitching um you know so uh at the end of the day um juan soto to the cardinals would be nice for st louis and it would really mix things up in that kind of uh nl central race but um yeah, it'll it'll. I think I think San Diego has the 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 upper hand on this trade here, in my opinion. I wouldn't be surprised if it is San Diego, but you look at the Cardinals, and a couple years ago, you would probably say, "All right, they'll, they'll probably just be out of it." But they go get a guy like Nolan Arenado. You add a guy like Paul Goldschmidt. If you can go get Juan Soto and add him to this team, on top of that, you have three stars. You got yeah. three stars, and you're a perennial favorite in the mm-hmm. national league if you do that so that's fair it's a, it's a tough lineup the thing that they would be lacking in in my opinion would be the pitching though right yeah um that's where they would be lacking and then yeah. as well what would they give up for uh juan soto because again it's you know they're you know you have that risk and reward and the way out so i mean you're right there would be that three superstars and undoubtedly they would run the nl uh, said they would be they would be top runners in the NL uh, in the NL division and whole right, um, but you know who knows. <laughs> well, point, you right? you also a, look at what you have to give up, and I mean, we all think it's going to be the biggest trade package in the history of baseball, and it might yeah. as well could. Yeah. But again, you look at the Nationals wanting to drop Patrick Corbin's contract, which I think is about like fifty nine million, that they want to add that to the deal. So. You would think that cuts a little bit of the package that you have to give down a pretty big chunk. Like, all right, take this guy, and we'll we'll spot you on like a prospect or two. Yeah. So 
that puts a lot of other teams in the running that aren't said Yankees, said Dodgers, yeah. maybe mm-hmm. the Mets too. That puts teams like that in the running for that. So that if, opens the door a lot. And if you want to get really weird, and it's not this won't happen, but we can get really weird, and we can throw Strasburg's contract in there too. Those might be the two worst contracts in baseball, outside of like the Pujols one when he was in uh, L.A. Strasburg <laughs> and Patrick Corbin are making insane amounts of money, and Strasburg doesn't pitch, and Patrick Corbin only pitches well on American National Holidays, and it, it's. These guys are just taking up 60 mil a year. So if you do throw both of them yeah. in, it becomes a thing. But no matter who gets Soto, it is going to take, you know, six of the top 10 prospects or top 15 prospects for that team. Like if the Cardinals do it, it's going to be Jordan Walker. It's going to be Nolan Gorman. It's going to be Matthew Libertor and Mason Wynn. And it's like, man, uh, I don't think they want to get rid of. Libertor no. And like, do you want to get rid of Mason Wynn? He just threw a 102 mile an hour <sighs> ball across the diamond in the futures game. Yeah. Like, that's so fun. But at the same time, like here, here's the best you way think to think about, about the future. Pro- and now, you right? think about the future, but like, who cares about the future when if you get Juan Soto, you're probably the favorite in the National League. Yeah, and that's well, you even have him for what two and a half years. It's the rest of this year the and two, two years. More. If you yeah. don't win it this year, yeah. you win it the next year. So know? at and least it's not like a just half season a rental. Mortgage. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And the craziest part too is like Soto is still on his rookie deal, so it's not like you're getting him. And then you're tied up financially, GG, like you can't make any more moves. If you get Soto, you don't win this year. You can go into this offseason, get two starting pitchers. Like mm-hmm. say say you're the Cardinals, right? Because there's the example. You go get Jameson Tyone. You go get other pitcher here, like Frankie Montas. I think he's a free agent too. And all of a sudden, you got three good starters. You got Juan Soto, Arenado, and, and Goldschmidt. And it's like, whoa, this team is actually kind of yeah. nice. Anyway, so it becomes like a multi-year kind of a plan too now do you mortgage five years future for the next two if it brings you to the world series probably yeah yeah like you sell those prospects if you're gonna get a world series because that that's all prospects are can they help me get a world series whether it's on my team them or without them yeah or without them so you do it you take that gamble especially when it's juan soto and i mean in, in hindsight it doesn't work stupid trade Whatever. Yeah, Hopefully, you could sign him, and now you pay him all the money. And only yeah. it only becomes a stupid trade whenever the you know the the plan doesn't go through, right? Exactly. It's but always you can't look at that in the beginning. It's you, always you got to just but then they won the World Series with this trade, and it was the best genius move ever, right? Yeah. So. And if those prospects end up being the best players in the league, you deal with it. Well, it's the World Series. Well, and here's <laughs> here's part of it, right? I don't think anywhere in this package or any of these packages there is a guy that could even maybe be Juan Soto. Like, I haven't, like, the only good, like, really high-end talents that, like, I'm scared to trade in this would be Cardinals' Jordan Walker, uh, the Padres with, like, C.J. Abrams, um, Yankees with, like, Anthony Volpe, and then, like, the Dodgers with, like, Bobby Witt, or not Bobby Witt, uh, Bobby Miller. Like, outside of that, like, none of these guys are, like, gonna be top five players in the league and Soto already is that at 23. So exactly. Yeah. But all right. Uh, it'll yeah, be, who, it'll be who's very getting interesting. Them? Who's getting see. them? Yes. Who's getting them? I, I think Padres go all out. I think Padres uh, trade off uh, CJ Abrams uh, for Gore. Gore one. Yes. CJ Abrams, CJ Abrams, uh, probably a couple prospects, you know, and Juan Soto, take his place in san diego get paid some pretty good money probably on like a two three year deal right yeah, a couple I'm, years yeah we we've been on the padres train for a while now and I, i'm man. still on They're that aggressive. because again soto tatis machado you make that happen because that's going to be one of the most fun big threes in the league if you add that and the padres are just going to be they're going to be electric yeah, yeah. Put fans exactly. in the stands. Who cares? They'll never not sell out a game again. Do it. Every game. <laughs> Whatever you can do, do it. So I'm I'm still on the Padres hype. Yeah. I, I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and say it's – I'm going to be weird, and I'm going to say that the Mariners put a really, really odd push in. And hey. uh, that, that's going to be my, like, oddball take. I don't think they make it happen, but I think they have the stuff to make it happen. 
I mean, you know, the Mariners make sense because look at what they're doing right now. Why wouldn't you go and try to buy the biggest whale on the market? You go do it. Yeah. yeah. You guys are yeah. a wild card team right got, now. Make you got a some push. momentum, too. You got, yeah. you got some push. You well, and then they, they just played the Astros this weekend and got swept. So, like, we played really well for two weeks, but we're not good enough yet. Let's get no. good enough. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And fun. I mean, you add Soto and J Rod, kind of fun. Man, not bad. Seattle, not bad. Some this young Dominicans out there, baby. That's a good time. It's yeah. very possible. So, um, let's just kind of pivot a little bit and just talk about some teams that are gonna be buyers. Um, obviously, all those teams we just mentioned should probably be buyers. They're all in the running a little bit. The Cardinals um, probably will look for a pitcher. Uh, there's a couple good pitchers out there. Uh, the best one's probably Luis Castillo, right? Luis yeah. Castillo is probably the next tier of guy to get traded. It's Soto, 18 levels, Castillo. <laughs> and yeah. uh, but Listen, he's, he's honestly, he's I, I don't think Castillo's getting his flowers though. Honestly, like he can bring that impact to a ball club. Think about where he's yeah. been. He's been in Cincinnati, right? Uh, sorry, Cincinnati fans, but you guys haven't had anything popping since Aroldis Chapman was like your closer, and and now you guys weren't even good then. <laughs> I'm sorry, but if you want to be real, uh, Luis Castillo is a plus plus pitcher, right? Uh, he was an All Star pitcher in 2019, right? Has has a dirty, disgusting changeup, right? Can hit almost triple digits in his fastball, um, and so when you have a pitcher like that with that kind of impact, right? He came off of an injury kind of a shaky start to the season but his last four or five starts were dominant dude dominant. he's given up one to no runs right um seven innings too going long giving your ball club uh a good like good good pace to win a game right because you know how baseball becomes right your starter gives you good innings and then the bullpen can come right in and you know wipe it all up but he's giving you those seven eight innings which you know kind of does the job for you for your bullpen in that sense, right? So again, Luis Castillo, I think, can bring that big it factor to a team, right? Like St. Louis, they get a pitcher now uh, in that sense, right? Now instead, we kind of talk about them moving towards an uh, uh, outfielder or whatever, an all-star. Now another superstar. Well, how about another dominant arm, a good starting arm that can give you those seven, eight innings, right, to get through? Because I mean, we see a lot of the games that the Cardinals play and they lose are are close games. They're they're not blowouts they're not getting beat by four three four yeah. five runs they're one to two run games a lot of these losses especially as of recent so again you you you, you kind of look towards the pitching and then with what lewis castillo has brought you know this season he's had a 2770 era and 13 starts don't let the record fool you right the record doesn't you know we don't care about win loss. we don't care about that all. exactly don't let that fool you people see that and they're like oh crap what a, what a, what an okay era no he's he's on an okay team <laughs> he's on cincinnati with not a lot of help so again luis castillo i think could be a real big deal breaker for a lot of these teams that are trying to make that postseason push and again you're you're not he's not uh in his rookie years so he's not he's not looking to be signed necessarily for a 10-year contract, or maybe he is, you know what I mean? Maybe he wants to settle down somewhere with the team now. Um, but again, you can look for a two, three-year deal with him and kind of, like you said, in that sense, if you don't win it this year, you get it the next year, right? Yeah. Pick up another player in the offseason, a decent bat. You don't need a superstar bat, but maybe, you know, a good bat, right? Because yeah. because he and has it, a he has another year of control, too, so you're getting him for this I, year. I was just going to get on that. Yeah, yeah. And, mm -hmm. and that's a big deal, and that's why they're going to get as much for him as they're going to, uh, just because this isn't a rental, and this is, again, a young guy. He's only 24 years old, and he's no, got 29. So he's going yeah, theoretically into his prime years. Yeah, and yeah, he's showing that now. Though. He the the famous quote: "Today's price isn't yesterday's price." That boy keep on getting better and better this year. Yeah. So his he price is going to keep price. on going up. Mm -hmm. And again, he's not a rental. You get him for this year and next year. Like Nico was saying, you can go into this offseason, get him make more moves uh, to even bolster up that rotation or go get another piece with a bat. This is a really hot commodity on the market, and you got to go get him. Yeah, and so who's likely in on him? It's going to be the Cardinals to an extent. I doubt they get him. It's like, you know, division stuff. It's not going to happen. I, I think the favorites should be the Yankees. And the Dodgers as well. The Yankees are a big favorite. The Yankees, yeah, the Yankees Dodgers. have a big market for him. Yeah, like, I, You guys have a lot of oh, – sorry, you guys, but the Yankees have a lot of money <laughs> – no, uh, they, they know it's you guys. <laughs> yeah, they know. Yeah, whatever. You guys do have a lot of money, which kind of sucks. And it's going to be very annoying if the Yankees get them because the Yankees start with what you guys have. Your starters have been 
phenomenal. Like they've phenomenal. been phenomenal, but we're not gonna be able to make a deep postseason run with what we have right now because Jamison Tyone, as he's, great as he's, he's been, he's not a postseason starter. He's just he's not, not a postseason starter. No. Nestor Cortez, as great as he's been, he's he never be. pitched. He's oh. never pitched this much in his career, and that's the only worry I have with him going into the postseason. Will he pitch great? I have no doubt about it. Will fatigue mm-hmm. be an issue? I do think I have that's no a doubt about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, no doubt about uh, it. You look at even Jordan Montgomery. Severino goes down now. He's been hurt. He gets shut down for two weeks. That's a big issue with him. So if you can go add another pitcher, you go do that because yeah. why not? Especially yeah. when it's uh, Luis Castillo. Well, and it's your so, second best pitcher yeah. immediately. So. Exactly. You got Garrett Cole game one, Luis Castillo game two, maybe Nestor three, Sevy four. And then if you want to do a six-man rotation, you do that for the rest of the season. Yeah. But if that to, playoff right? rotation you would have to, of them four, not. you go do that. Yeah. Absolutely. And then with that lineup, it kind of makes it almost unfair in that sense, right? Yeah. You guys and I, mean, I mean, they, they got to make a lineup change as well somewhere yeah, Cast- uh, it doesn't end with castillo for the yankees at no all. It, it would have to go somewhere else but i think the dodgers are in play for castillo as well i think we'd be remiss to say i think it's really just those two teams in on them like realistically uh because the price is going to be pretty high and uh this is like the one guy that the padres aren't in on their starting pitching staffs have been incredible the, the astros i've heard have like a little bit of rumor into getting luis castillo which in my opinion they need him the least probably yeah they need um, him the least they have a good i mean they just they're about to get lance mccullers jr back and yeah that's they don't be big they fans. don't they don't need it i mean they have a if they go a four-man rotation in the playoffs you have christian javier who threw a no-hitter this year and justin verlander who might be cy young and then you have lance <laughs> mccullers jr who's been fantastic as long as he's been in the league if he's a shell even like somewhat of what he's been yeah, you and then you have Framber Valdez, yeah. who pitched in the All-Star game. So it's like, what? Well, yeah. yeah. Framber Valdez is really good, too. Yeah. So he has postseason experience. All those guys really have postseason exactly. experience. Yeah, and so if, you, if Houston was in on it, it would just be Rich Icing on the case. at that point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, Which you I'm, make, not mad you at. I'm not mad at. No, absolutely. If you guys can make it happen, go do it, because you guys can make a run. Well, especially for them, if it takes, like, if it takes, like, Corey Lee. Like, if you're giving up a catching prospect and then, like, another pitcher – of course you're doing that of course you're yeah. doing that. why wouldn't you to win a world series this year and probably yeah and, year? and you know i wouldn't put it past the astros just because as great as they've been and they've been the class of baseball over the last six years in terms of like just consistency winning uh roster tone over and still being good they've only had the one world series ring yeah, and no. so you kind of want to put an icing on the on the cake and be like, hey, like this is actually not a dynasty, but like as close to one as you could be. So yeah, um, this I, is I, a I consistent playoff team. You know that team that always makes the playoffs every year, and they're just always they're front all... runners. They just fall yeah, short because because you look at baseball right now from for this era, it's the Astros, the Dodgers, and then you put the Yankees somewhere behind that, and then the Red Sox are there. And the you put the Red Sox, there. but now yeah, the Red Sox are just. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the whole AL East is just tough, man. It's not. Well, the AL East is a whole other animal right now. It's a cruel beast. And um, uh, yeah. you mentioned the Red Sox, and I want to touch on them a little bit. So the Red Sox are one and a half games out of the wild card. They just had the worst stretch of five games in terms of run differential since 1901, and it was against the Yankees and the Blue Jays, which is not great. They have still yet yeah. to win a division series. They have not won a single series. Oh, 11 and one. Yeah. But again, they're only, they're only one and a half game back of a wild card. And they're, they're a good week and a half of baseball away from hosting a wild card game. Are they sellers at this deadline or should they go try and make a move? Cause if they get two bullpen arms, I think they could be kind of in a better spot, but at the same time, give Xander Bogarts with an expiring deal. Who's maybe not going to return. And he got some question marks. Sale might the, not come back. The thing is, there's so many injuries. They're so banged up yeah. all across the board. It's like, yeah. do you not sell and hope that these guys come back? They're healthy. They produce at a high level when they come back. Rehab, just develop, developing back into what they were. Do you gamble on that? Or do you just say, okay, we're close, but even being close, we're just going to be middle of the pack, mediocre. 
Let's just get rid of them. Like you said, expiring deals. Everybody's banged up. Regroup, retool, and retool. See what we way. can get. See what we can get for these players and, and run it back next year because they've played great at times this year. Gained no ground. They've played at the absolute abysmal bottom of the barrel level. And it's lost just demoralizing. Yeah, lost a lot. So of it's ground. like obviously whatever you guys are doing, there's not really a like a common ground, a high there's no like high road that you could take with this team. So it's like just it's very inconsistent. Yeah, just chalk it up because, again, yeah. you guys – if you do nothing, now there's nothing you can do. You're just riding off into the darkness, not even sunset. Well, it's going to be a dark road ahead. Well, and here's the worst-case scenario for the Red Sox, and I, I think this is a very possible worst-case scenario. The Yankees go get Luis Castillo. They go win a World Series. You go into this offseason, you lose Xander Bogarts. Yeah. That is a nightmare situation because you lose him for nothing – yeah. Your, your biggest rival in sports just won a World Series, and you're having to like sit here pick up the pieces. Like that's just and and how how bad would it be? Yankees need a shortstop. Sanders free agent. He just uh, and he goes to the Yankees. Yeah, so nah, that, that's not that'd happening. So that'd be, that'd be, that'd I don't see that. it happening. But I'm yeah. I'm just saying. Nah, hey, that's the tough mind's there. That is a universe. Yeah, <laughs> that is it's, it's tough, man. Like you guys <laughs> said, though, the big the big thing with the Yankees this year has just been. You know, not being able to be healthy, right? Chris Sale comes back, and then he gets that, you know, comebacker Red in his Sox. hand, right? So awful, like just so unfortunate, right? You can't, you can't, um, you know, you can't make that up, right? In a sense, so it is a not tough bad. question, tough. and like you, do you really sit and like kind of wait, like you said, and kind of wait for these guys to heal up and kind of all right, let's give it a full run, like when we're fresh, like when we're all oh, yeah. healthy, you know what I mean? In that sense, right? And wait. Or do you start and move things around? Like again, you know, Jeter Downs is playing shortstop too, uh, and. Boston most definitely would entertain kind of getting rid of Xander in that sense and that sort of stop and kind of bringing up the newer guys and those younger prospects in yeah. to just get a couple new pieces or maybe can bring up some cap space. So it is, it's a question and to say, do you kind of, like you said, bring in new tools and reset the whole bench? Like, you know, we'll start it from scratch and build it again. Uh, or do you just, you know, kind of wait a little bit until the stuff heals up and kind of go give it another shot? Um, but like you said, this season has just been nothing but inconsistent, right? We haven't been able to tell yeah. too much just because of injuries, right? We can't really blame it on everything. But, I mean, you know, when you get beat 28 <laughs> runs, All your offensive like... starters were there for that, too. This isn't like... Yeah, and... yeah it's, hard to, it's hard to argue that for them, right? And I know as a fan base, as an organization, as a team, as competitors, you're so close. You're right there. You don't want to just throw it all away and give up. But there has to be a point where you really step back and you look at it and you assess the whole situation and realize we're hurting ourselves more by trying than just yeah. seeing what we could do with what we got. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's tough. It, it is a tough situation. I don't think they'll sell. I think they're too prideful to sell, but I think they yeah. maybe should. And try, again, try and hit like a small re retool. You don't have to sell everybody and start from scratch and become the Royals. No. You don't have to do that. You have Raphael Devers. Like, you don't have to do that. Yeah. So. Um, but maybe try to go get a bullpen piece, see if you could move Xander because who knows what's going to happen with him. And then keep, keep what we got. Yeah. yeah. Need another starting arm to get you through. Probably Still not a bad situation. Yeah, yeah. not horrible. There's they, they could be worse. Yeah. Absolutely. And the, the two starting arms that I think could be the next tier, right? You have Castillo. I think you have three guys really in this next tier of starters. And you have Frankie Montas from Oakland, uh, who's been – his name has been thrown around for trades for two, three years now. And uh, he's the only guy that the A's have just tried their best to hold on to, which uh, somehow he hasn't lost his value yet because that sounds like the most A's thing ever. But <laughs> I think he's going to be one of the guys to go. And I actually fully expect the Dodgers to make a full run for him because I don't think the Dodgers are going to want to give up what it's going to take for Castillo. Yeah. Um, another guy on the market that I think will be really slept on, actually. I don't think he'll be as much as those other two guys I just named. But Paul Blackburn, also from Oakland. Uh, he's had a sneaky good year, all-star. Um, the the Houston Astros already started there. They're tampering with him by giving him a ride. <laughs> uh, or giving him a ride to the all-star game, and he met some that, of the guys. That's hilarious. And... I, I fully expect not for them to trade him to Houston because that would be very odd. But 
I fully expect the team to go after him. I, he's the, I think he's the twelfth best pitcher in terms of ground ball percentage in the league. That's something you really like to see. Ground balls are nice. A team like the Yankees would be great for him. They play great infield defense all year. Um, the Mariners could benefit from that. So like, yeah. there's a he's, there's a place. He's got a one point two six WHIP right now, which is 40 really good. Really, really good. Really good. So that's that's I mean, good even, even again, a team like the Braves. Yeah, and again, he's been on that team in the Athletics who haven't, you know, who have done what? Nothing for him, right, in a sense. Mm. They don't give him offense, kind of, in a, in a sense, when he's playing. Um, and then he's also a pitcher that isn't too pricey in the terms of, like, a superstar, yeah. right? So you can get him for an affordable price, for a good yeah. price, too, for a couple of years, and um, kind of, you know, develop and sit with him. Um, I think he'd be a great fit for <clears throat> Tampa, but, you know. Yeah, I I do. He's, I, he's, I don't know. Uh, I don't see you guys making too much of a move on the, on the pitching side of things. Yeah, no, not at all. But not at all. No if, pitching is not what we need. If you but, guys do make a move, it would probably be after Wilson Contreras, which I think you guys are pretty yes. maybe the only team even in the market for him outside of the Astros. Um, because like who needs a catcher, need catcher right now? Nobody's yeah, all all the elite teams have like a good defensive catcher that they're not willing to rock the boat out like the yankees have trevino the the blue jays have alejandro kirk like they don't need it mm, yeah um like the astros could and they've been horrible offensively from catchers but martin maldonado is one of those like he makes his pitchers better so like they like the mets that. could the mets could use a catcher uh you know just to add he i think he would fit in, in new york would yeah. be all right thomas Maybe. give thomas nito some time off Maybe the Brewers. Guardians could use a catcher, too. The Guardians could absolutely use a catcher. Yeah, so. Guardians but can use anything. They could use, but they're, like, right there in the mix. So, like, yeah, you know. No, so they are. The Guardians could use a catcher as well. There's a couple people in, you know, he's kind of, you know, one of those players, again, that has had his sparks, all-star catcher, right? Um, we've seen what he's done, former World Series champion, right, with the Cubs. So he brings that kind of veteran aspect in, into a ball club. Guardians is a really good fit for that. They could use a vet. The Mets again as well, too, as well. They could use a vet a catcher. Yeah. In that Especially with the Guardians being such a young team, that mm-hmm. veteran leadership yeah, exactly. would help them could a lot. It. Yep. So. And then if if they make a postseason run, you know what I mean? You give them that kind of veteran tool. And that's what, in the years when he was in in uh, Chicago with the Cubs, that was what Cody Ross was in that sense, right? He was that veteran yeah. catcher. And they, had, last they year, took three catchers into the playoffs just for Cody Ross to be there. Yeah, like, but I mean, and and he came up big though. Came up, hit a bomb, right in that game seven, uh, or I think it was game six, whatever. But Cody Ross did his thing. But again, that's what you bring. You bring those. You you need all those tools to win a World Series. You don't just need young talent, right? And that goes with any sport, almost, right? You don't just need to bank on just your young guys. You need those guys who've been into that line, been in the limelight, been in the spotlight, been in the pressure, yeah. been in that postseason, and and kind of. You got to find a mix. The moments. Yeah, you got to find a mix and a balance of it all. Yeah, exactly. Before, and we'll before Cubs fans yell at us, it's David Ross. I, I, I did. You said Cody. I went with it. Cubs fans. Did I say Cody? Us. I'm sorry, David yeah, Ross. David Ross. So They'll yell at us. They'll yell I'm at sorry. us. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I did. Uh, sorry. So I, they're, 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 they look so, and then I think they look alike too. I think I've seen a video of like David Ross when he like hurt his hip or something like that running. <laughs> I was like, I got confused when I first seen that video. I was like, David Ross, we played for the Diamondbacks. How is this? What is this? But yeah, with Cleveland, like they're only two games out of a wild card spot, so like, why not? And their bullpen's been fantastic. Why not? Yeah, decent pitching too. Tristan McKenzie's pretty. You know, they got some. They got Tristan McKenzie. I saw. I I'm not gonna find it right now, but I saw a really ridiculous stat where, like, in his last four starts, he's let up like three runs and like four base runners a game. It was something stupid. Young young Ball. guys and and that divi- and their division to say the least is, is up for grabs. Right? Division like, is AL Central is literally like it's bad. not like an AL AL East where it's like every team is good. It's not like um the uh the uh, NL West where there's like one top tier, two top tier teams. You have kind of a you know there's a, it's a toss up between you know those three those te- those three probably I would say probably three maybe four teams three teams maybe really between them the uh, Twins and the White Sox but. I also stay in, in that division. I got a question for you guys. Yes. What do you think the Twins do? Because obviously they're leading the division right now. Division's up for grabs. 
you have Carlos Correa. Weird contract. Opt out ever after every year. You got him for three years. Could easily walk after this year. I think he will too. What do you do with that? You do so? you say wow. let's go just trade him, knowing in the back of our mind this very prize piece could leave us maybe go get a couple of pieces to add on top of this team right now or do you just ride it out get whatever he gives you and then if he walks he walks i think it's Listen, i don't know man it's that that question about career is tough like everyone says like like you said like even julian just said it right he's like, he leaves right I, yeah. I don't know it's tough though where where does he go minnesota is like uh right it's not the best spot to be in but they have some some push they're leading their division they'll probably win their division this year maybe you know if everything goes well um they got young studs byron buxton leading the game you know what i'm saying they got they got pieces and tools so they have something there carlos correa now right you got pieces and 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 leaders now you just need to make a couple more moves and and now you're probably a world series contender right in a sense and minnesota has always been like they've been making the playoffs these last of recent years right wild card teams they've been They've been in the mix, so they're not. It's not like it's a it's a completely gone or lost organization uh, for a player for a superstar like Carlos Correa to want to kind of build and be the new face of and kind of get like a fresh beginning. I mean, Minnesota, I think, I think they try to do everything they can to keep Correa and just build kind of in a sense around him, right? What do you need? They're in first place, like you said. Vision is up for grabs. It's not like locked in first place. So what do you need to move and to make? to make it a lock, to make sure you win that division without an ease. And now we can just sit here and focus on playoffs. Because I'll tell you right now, the teams like the the Yankees and, and the Astros, they're f- focusing on, all right, how are we going to be okay now for the playoffs? They're not worried about winning the division. They're still as yeah. twins. They still got to worry about clinching their division, right? Yeah. Um. So I think that they do everything in their power again to keep Correa. They need to go after pitching him. is what they need. Yeah, they need exactly. starting That's pitching. their biggest thing. Pitching, yeah. starting pitching. They need starting exact. pitching in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's interesting because, like, you have – and the way that they set up this contract, they have to assume this is the last year with Correa every single year. That's just every the way they year. have to do it. They and have that's to, tough. They have to assume that. And if you were willing to let him sign this contract, you felt that your team was good enough to compete. Clearly, they – Somewhat are. I mean, they're winning the division. I don't think the Yankees or the Astros are worried about the Twins at all. But no, not this year. Not not right now. Not in this current spot. No. But I mean, say you're the Twins, you go get Paul Blackburn, like we mentioned, or Frankie Montas, like we mentioned. Maybe you try and make a deal with Miami, and you go get a Pablo Lopez, who I don't even know if he's available, but he might be. Um, you go get a couple arms. There's a lot of really good uh, relief pitchers that I don't even think are that expensive. You go get like a Joe Manaply from the Diamondbacks. You get a good lefty arm. You can go look at... (laughs) If there's any team that should be looking to trade, it's Baltimore because they have like six right-handed relievers that there are 100 that all need to be traded. (laughs) And I think, you know, Minnesota Minnesota should try and go get one of them. And, you know, try and win. I don't know if they're really going to be able to no matter what they do unless they go get Soto but they're not going to do that um maybe they go get maybe they make a push for Castillo and they're a sleeper team we've seen them actually be aggressive this year which we've never seen from the twins and maybe they're just like you know what we're in our (laughs) we're in our we'll we'll do it phase it's like send it and they they go get a Castillo and maybe make another move go get an Ian Happ or something like that I don't know yeah, it's an interesting situation because, again, we've, we haven't seen a contract like that where you just get a guy every year and he can walk after the first year. Yeah. And like, it feels like he really, might. Really, <laughs> it feels like he th- might. And that's the thing. Like, knowing that, what do you do? Yeah. I, I haven't <laughs> he hold seen that like, type of LeBron James S where he, can, manu- yeah. he, he yeah. can kind of persuade the management into making deals or certain moves. You know what I mean? Or, like, he's going to, like, walk right in a sense yeah and, and that's the thing unless you sit him down and just be like all right let let us know where your head's at are you staying because like if you're not if you got no interest of staying like um but it's tough though because like like what if they go crazy and like go and that's the thing there's just so many that's the, that's the big thing if because yeah. it would be great they keep it rolling cool yeah. that's great korea stays they they win a playoff game yeah, 
What next? Not against the Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> They're not beating the Yankees in the playoffs. I'm going <laughs> to tell you that right now. The they have beaten the Yankees. They, <laughs> they went off of a Brett Phillips walk-off. <laughs> so, hey, I mean, man, we'll you, you gave up 30-plus million for a year career. Yeah. And if that's what you chalk it up to, cool. You chalk it up, yeah. No, no problem. At least you didn't really lose anything. Yeah, yeah. You, you signed him. You didn't trade for him. So, if you lose him, yeah. it's like... <sighs> so, it's the, it's the best-case scenario if he does leave because... I you would hope that they prepared for that every year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If they what, didn't, then I mean, what you, about you, the you Dodgers? guys got problems? <laughs> you guys got problems over there in Minnesota. What What about the Dodgers? You guys I, think? I don't uh, think they really Dodgers. do too much uh, unless they go get Soto, which very well could happen. And then they did not yeah. just not too much, but they did the most, <laughs> and they did too much. Yeah. Um, but I don't think they need a Juan Soto. I think they're still the best team in the National League by a good chunk. Yeah, yeah. I mean. What do they give? What do they give up in a sense for Juan Soto? Their farm. They give up Gavin Lux. They give up Bobby Miller. They give up um, Pages, which they don't want to do. But they would have to give up those three. It would start with those three. Um, yeah. I I bet you Dustin May is in that mix. Like you're gonna give up a lot for Juan Soto. You're and they have, they, they have they have they have plenty of it though. Like they have they're good. Like, they, they have, have plenty to give up for. They have plenty to give up. Like yeah. oh no, are you upset about giving up Gavin Lux when like? You have Max Muncy that can play second base, or Trey Turner yeah, that can play second get base. Tracy Thompson you're, you're, not, you're not gonna bat an eye about Gavin Lux. No, get right. Tracy Thompson out of here. Yeah, mm. I mean, like he did hit a walk off, so shout out. I saw a good picture. Yes, I saw a good picture yesterday of Clay. He was like, "I love, I love a uh, summer baseball," and he was just like drunk at a game. <laughs> it's like he has Clay. Tracy uh, hit a triple, and then Clay. Put like a tweet or posted about it. And it was like the Thompson brothers love triples. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fire. That's, no, that's, that's fire. good. That's good. And I mean, I like, like Mookie Betts is playing well this year. Like yeah. Freddie Freeman still hasn't even found his stride yet. Again, Muncie hasn't even had a good year yet, and this team is still well in front of everybody. They'll have Trey Turner, Justin Turner, and, and, I mean, and we already know what's going to happen come playoff time. They're, yeah. they're going to be fine. Austin Barnes. Walker Bueller's had a they're... rough year so far. Guess what? The playoffs are going to come on, and you're not going to want to face him. Then you got Curtis Tony Gonsolin. Good. Tony Gonsolin's been incredible. I expect him to regress, but like he's been incredible. Tyler Anderson's been the shock of the year. They turned mm-hmm. him into a star. Like he was an all star. Which yeah. How in the yeah. world did that happen? And yeah, uh, and then and then you got you got big big old ugly, Greg Campbell. Coming out of the he do be ugly. Some big ugly. He do be ugly. Shout out to Corey. Yeah, so I, I actually think <laughs> if there's anything that Dodgers do, it is go after a bullpen piece, despite their bullpen pitching pretty well this year. I I do see them going after probably a lefty. I wouldn't be shocked if they go after Manaply or if they go after like a Gregory Soto or like an Andrew yeah, Shaven. I wouldn't be surprised if they go after any of those guys. Maybe even a David Robertson. He's going to be a big name. He will be traded. Don't know who because everybody could use a bullpen arm. Yeah. But David Robertson, David Robertson he's he's a guy that's really gonna be solid. he's a guy that's gonna get traded. Um, I fully expect Andrew Chafin to get traded. Same thing with Jorge Lopez, who's been fantastic for the Orioles this year. Again, they have about five guys that they could trade because they're all not young, but like worth something. And people give up a lot for bullpen pieces, especially yeah. if like you're getting an extra year out of them, like you will with Jorge. Like you can get a lot back. And imagine, because clearly they know how to develop relievers at this point. They've had good relief pitching for the better part of the decade. Um, they can just make it. They can manufacture it. They're like the Rays. They're like the Yankees. Like, they just make their own. They don't need to go get a big guy. They can make their own. Figure it out. Figure it out. Yeah. Go trade a couple out, of those. Figure it out. <laughs> um, you, and then opposite of the Dodgers, I want to talk about the Mets real quick. They probably need another bat or two. Because that lineup, the, as beautiful as it looks, and it, it looks gorgeous, yeah, <laughs> it, it falls stagnant sometimes. And, you know, they've had a couple of moments in this season where they've struggled. And it's kind of weird because they could just light it up completely and then they go on a two, three game stint where they score two runs combined. And it's like, what are we, what are we doing here? But with the Braves the hot moment. on their cheeks... And I mean hot on their cheeks. The Braves are, I think, a game and a half back of them now, which is crazy because the Braves were like 14 back at one point. They need to make Um, some semblance of a move. 
I mean, oh, big going, issue, going back it, to what we were talking about before with who needs a catcher, I feel like the Mets are right up there with that. Nico said that. Go yeah. get Contreras. Yeah. yeah. Go get Contreras yeah. and add him to this lineup. Maybe go get like a Brian Reynolds from Pittsburgh if you can go make that happen. Throw him in the outfield, get a little depth with Marte, Nimmo, and Kano. Yeah. It's tough. You know, um, again, they're still dealing with injuries too, as well, right? Jacob DeGrom's not playing. Um, and they're that's still. A, that's the craziest injuries. thing about this team. They yeah. <laughs> dealing with, with injuries. Uh, Chris, Chris Bassett hasn't been playing pitching recently as well as. Yeah, he, start, he started hot. It's been kind of rough. Started very well and then kind of went on a decline. So it'll be interesting to see how they kind of go. And then that's the, that's the beauty behind this the game of baseball in the second half, right? It's like the first half just told a big story. For a lot of teams, and the second half is gonna humble a lot of teams, or you know, really kind of excite a lot of teams in that sense. So uh, New York's gonna be that one weird team, kind of in a sense too, where as long as they can stay healthy relatively, um, it, I, I don't want to, I can't say it's gonna be a lock in their division because the Braves are just, they're just gonna be that. They're always that team. They're always yeah. they are. They're always that one team. I actually think the Braves will win this division. Really? Yeah. I think the Braves will win this division. I think if the if they if, if the Mets can stay healthy the whole way through, like you said, they pick up Wilson Contreras is a, is a big is a big uh, possibility. I think uh, Josh Bell is an they could be looking at too. Yeah, you just get an extra bat yeah. in a sense with that. I think they pick up. It'll be interesting to see how they, after this trade, I'll have my kind of def- definitive yeah. definitive yeah. answer. Of course, but the we'll deadline's see. weird. There's gonna be teams that make moves that are just like. Why? Really? Yeah, like and, and, and come September, October, they're like, oh, yeah. okay. Because we're because okay. we're gonna see like teams like the Phillies. We haven't talked about the Phillies. They're gonna be buyers, nah. right? They're gonna make weird moves. They're gonna go try and get four or five relievers, and they're all still gonna suck because they're in Philly and they need outfielders. Maybe to go get Michael A. Taylor. So I don't know. Maybe they want Brian Reynolds. I don't know. Like that's a weird <laughs> team to me. And uh, no, Kevin I, take Kevin Kiermaier. Get them out of here. Get them out of the Rays. The Rays. The Rays need a new offense. (laughs) Rays need the whole thing. Rays need a new new everything. The Rays need the Rays need a new stretching machine. (laughs) (laughs) So they they need to trade. They need to give up some random prospect for a new trainer. That's what they need. I know. It just I just don't get it. Like we don't have money, and then we just like throw out an ungodly sum of money to this eighteen-year-old kid. Which, did you see he got his money robbed from him? Did you guys see that? $600,000 worth of jewelry out of his car? Bro, what are we doing? What are we doing, bro? Man put it right on right so on his tough, passenger like, seat. Just kept it I there. Just hope, I just hope, I 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 hope. We can pick up, like, a good bat. Because that's always been our issue, right? Like, I don't mind, like, throwing all the extra money on the number one prospect, right? And Wander Franco and everything like that in that sense. But like man, like let's let's build off that now. All right, cool. We just did something. Now let's make another move. Like it don't stop here. Like you know what I mean? They. I think you. Get, I think the Rays should go get Josh Bell. I think Josh Bell would be perfect for the Rays. Yeah, I think he should go. For as a DH, I mean him and G Man Troy. I guess. I mean, yeah. If the, if it's DH, a, put him at first. It's whatever. It's not a debate who's the better player. It's it's Josh Bell, and it's not even close. Yeah. But I mean, it's, if you want to de-age them, sure. If you want them both to play the hit, sure. I don't. I don't really care. Whatever. But Josh Bell is <laughs> Josh Bell's a better hitter than every healthy guy on the Rays right now. Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt, without yeah. a so like, doubt. That's always been the issue with the Rays. It's always yeah. been just offense, right? Our pitching's always been phenomenal, even with what we have. Like we're we're always injured. Our guys are made of glass bones out here, but you know. Hitting's just been where we kind of lack in that sense. And it doesn't help when you're in a division like the division of the AL East, you know. Yeah. We're yeah. probably in first place in like some of these, in like that out central, a couple of divisions. Central. Probably AL second central, place. Certainly. Yeah. So um, it's just tough, you know, whatever. I, uh, the Rays this year, I'm not really worried about them this year. I'm still rooting for my guys, though, man. Shout out, shout out Tampa Bay, man. We're, we're holding it down, doing our thing. <laughs> I'm really proud of you Yankees, though, man. I, 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 you guys are going to get me here saying this, man, but <laughs> it's very fun to watch. Like every, I've been watching Yankees games this year because like, they're a really good baseball team to watch, and they've been pretty interesting, but I really hope they fucking lose <laughs> for the rest of this <laughs> That's right. Fair <laughs> They enough. can lose out the rest of this, like, 
the rest of this playoff or the rest of this uh sorry second half of this season and still probably make the wild card <laughs> yeah i think if they went like 500 crazy. they would still win 100 games yeah like go, <laughs> which is at a losing yeah, probably like go 500 or at a losing record and they still yeah. probably make wild card it's just tough baseball is fun this year though that's for sure that yeah, and, and this is uh, the most like excited I've been for a trade deadline. Not even just for the Yankees, but around the whole league. Like, there's a lot of guys on the table and a lot of teams that, if they make a move, turn turn the tide for their team and yeah. could possibly make a run. So, mm-hmm. this year is really, really exciting for the trade deadline. I can't wait for some of these moves to start coming off. I board. want them to start right now. I need them. Yeah, I do too. Right, exactly. I, I put yeah. the phone behind me at the start of this episode, and then I was like, you know what? Now nah, let me let me bring it up here just in case something. Spicy. A big I, thing too this year is that there's a lot of teams that are good. You know what I mean? And like, it's hard. It's not like you know, uh, in like basketball in some of the years where you're like, all right, you know, the Warriors are definitely running the East. You know, they're you know this team's gonna run that conference in that West. This team, you have a couple of toss ups in divisions and like a couple of like moves one or one or two moves here and there kind of a hot streak on this team here and you know this happens for this happen you know we put the pants on the left leg this day instead of the right leg first and now we're on a 10 game win streak and now we got 10 different you know teams that are in the mix so that's what i think is making baseball this year very fun in that sense um it's it's very interesting to see because again the al east is still like you know the yankees are far ahead but you know the other teams that are in the wild card are still Really good, good, solid. They're teams. really good teams. Yeah. Good well, teams. also, let's just talk about a weird trade that might not even happen, but it's out there in the universe. Shohei Otani. Yeah. Shohei might get traded. Shohei, Shohei should Otani get traded. Shohei should get traded on the trade block, it and that true. is nuts because there is no reason an organization should have a player like Shohei Otani and then add Mike Trout on that team too. There is no reason you should even consider even dream about trying to trade otani but the fact that that's even a rumor i don't think it happens either but again i think it should happen if you know he's gonna leave this is the type of play because you're not making a trade you're not trading a bat you're not trading an arm you're trading both and one (laughs) player so you make you get a huge package for that because you're getting two players I mean, it just wouldn't nuts. make any sense. You're getting two players in one. And and the crazy <laughs> thing is too, he's That's such an he's such an That's impact. Fire. Imagine, right? Just example, it wouldn't happen because in division, but like the Mariners get Shohei, right? The Mariners are immediately the third best team in the American League. Immediately. That's just how that goes. Like yeah. they are they maybe they're not better than the Yankees and the Astros yet, but they are third. I don't I don't care. No. And now yeah. without going into like logistics and real trade packages who has the bigger trade package right now if they're both traded soto, soto. or otani soto still soto soto because uh shohei's a, yeah shohei's a free agent after this year okay just, just uh, off yeah. of that yeah yeah, it, yeah. but if, if they both had the same amount of time it, it also I, helps I that, that soto's as young oh, well, as he is free agent and, after next after 2023 season and um yeah, that's kind of annoying so yeah. they get a year and a half of otani yeah, yeah. Instead of two uh, and a half, of I think Soto, the yeah. I think the age matters too. Like Soto being twenty three is part of why this deal will be the biggest in maybe sports history. Um, yeah. I, I had this conversation with Connor beforehand. We were texting because he he sent me something about KD um, and the the Boston offer with Jalen Brown. He was saying it was stupid, which which is wild now because Jalen Salty. Yeah, that his that, name that, that is even out there. out there. He's he's better. That yeah. that's terrible. It's so it's trouble in paradise brewing for Boston, but. He was just like, we were talking about it. And I was like, you know, it's the crazy part. Like Kevin Durant's for sale in the NBA. Kevin Durant's maybe a top 15 player of all time. And this Juan Soto deal is a bigger deal and will be a bigger deal. Yeah. And is more impactful. And it's like, it's crazy that there's two guys like that available at the same time. Just insane. And, and yeah. we mentioned that a they couple might get weeks ago. The same on, day. On, we mentioned <laughs> like, that a couple of weeks ago on the pod. Like when the KD news came out. We said that's going to be the biggest trade package in sports history. And now, oh, a couple of weeks later, yeah, Soto's on the market. That's yeah. the biggest trade package in sports I, history. I don't think the gap's even close either. No. As no. good as KD is, he could be a top three player ever to play the game. Top three scorer it, ever it to play matter. the game. It won't matter. It won't matter. Because he's what, 35? So he's so old, 30, 30, 30, whatever. End of his Man, got, man's hair falling out. He's, that's so, not new. 
ashy ankles. Ashy ankles. Ashy ankle, bald spots on his head, <laughs> beard, patchy, man, dusty, man, don't know how to use TikTok. How does this TikTok work? That was <laughs> the most burners taking up too much now. storage in his phone. Don't Dude, I, I can't <laughs> wait. I can't wait for some, like, 15-year-old to make a TikTok about, like, KD being overrated. And then he stitches it. He's like, man, shut up. <laughs> I, I am really hyped for KD to, to clap so back on TikTok so instead of Twitter. Oh, I can't wait. It's so, going to be great. So st- He's going to get himself suspended. He's going to say something out of pocket and get suspended, 100%. Good. <laughs> Good. Even even if he's on the nets, good. I don't, I don't I don't care no more. No, forget him. I don't care no more. But yeah, dude, I... <laughs> th- those deals are gonna be wild. If Shohei gets traded, <laughs> that'll be insane. That flips the league on its head. Yeah, that's like that is literally landscape changing. Because is... again, you got you got Soto potentially getting dished, and I did hear that the Nationals are gonna make one more offer to him. And like if that offer isn't taken, it's it's just a wrap. He's getting traded. Yeah. But um, yeah. If Soto's moved and Otani in the same season at the same deadline, and yeah. then with all these other pieces that nice. could potentially be moving, like bro, we game. we might it's see like a, a completely game. completely different run for this second half. Yeah. Like yeah, everything really we think see. to be the case right now could be completely different in a matter of two weeks. The Ray, the Rays decide this is their one opportunity to go crazy and they get Shohei. Ah. Bro, like, they just opened the bank. <laughs> they just opened the bank. <laughs> I go crazy, I'd lose it. Yeah, that would, that would be I ridiculous. literally, I'd lose it, man. So, get, get ready. Out the way to, like, yeah. Get, get ready for a crazy, crazy just landscape changing trade deadline. Could you imagine, or it could be really basic and nothing crazy happens. <laughs> but you but just imagine imagine even, even with Tampa. these pieces that we have right now, there's still a lot of potential for a lot of craziness to happen. Shohei and Tampa would be Not even taking Soto. That means and you have Tom Brady Otani. and Shohei in the same city. Come on, now. come on, Shohei is like, come, come on, on now. No, it's lit. <laughs> come on, now. this is lit. All the goats want to come down here, man. It's nice down here. It's, weather's good. He's in Cali. So he's Weather, not, not weather's right great un, until it's pouring out yeah. at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Which yeah, we can't yeah. go we'll We're, we're due in about, about an hour. We'll be all right. Give, give it about two months to September. We'll be all right. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But I think that's all we got for today, boys, because we, we, yeah. we touched on a lot of stuff. But, uh, Nico, yeah, appreciate yeah. your time. Brooklyn, thank as always. So Everybody who watched, thank you. I appreciate you coming in. Make sure you check us out at Spectators Media on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, all that good stuff. If you're not already subbed on YouTube, go do it. You can look at our beautiful faces while we talk to your beautiful face. It'll be amazing. Thank you guys again. We'll see you next week. Later, everybody. Peace. Peace.